welcome back to the Beyond the Control podcast. Um, I know it's been a while. I've been on a little hiatus. Didn't even realize it's been an entire month that I haven't done an episode. Uh, so sorry for the wait. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh, after back my last episode, I wanted to take a week off. I was just tired and felt like I needed a break. You know, getting kind of used to all this. That week turned into two weeks uh, very quickly. <laughs> and so I was getting ready to record more. But, you know, I was struggling. I was trying to get caught up. And then, um, you know, kind of we're already at the second week of February at this point. So to tell you guys, I've, if I already haven't mentioned, I have epilepsy. So I have been on medication for like half my life, honestly. Uh, and so I always fluctuate with medication. And so this time I had to change my medication. With this new medication, I gotta tell you, I can't sleep. It's been like the weird reaction. It's because higher dosage and stuff. And I don't think it's a big deal. It's just something I was getting adjusted to. I also had jury duty, which was, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older where I was kind of excited because in a weird mentality of like, oh, cool. I don't have to go to work, but I'm also still doing something important. So there was that kind of day and it was raining like crazy it was kind of funny like this judge comes out and he's giving you like this whole walkthrough what jury duty is but he, he was like kind of like hyping all all of us up and telling us how they need big groups and stuff it was over like a hundred of us right and so this this other judge comes in he's like choosing or not judge a uh, lawyer whatever is choosing like this group to get together he's like we need like 70 people and i'm me loki i'm like i'm hyped up i want to join this i want to do my part you know a citizen like in super troopers <laughs> and i was so bummed out because i didn't get chosen i'm sitting there for majority of the rest of the day just like waiting like hey someone choose me someone choose me even if it's for five minutes i don't care and you know by almost the end of the day they're just like in an intercom you can go home and i was like what the fuck I just stayed home the whole time, but you know, maybe this is me. Like I said, older I've gotten, jury duty sounds like now appealing. Where like I can tell you, like eight years ago, I would postpone it because I was going to school and everything. Just its own own weird issue. So there was jury duty. I was getting back to work. I was just mainly focusing on that. Uh, and then I just kept pushing things back. Then the week of Valentine's Day, uh, I was getting more like prepared during the week for work. I was going to take the a three day weekend after President's Day as well. You know, we had a party at work and everything. So I was like. All right, President's weekend. I was gonna go to like Universal Studios. I was gonna go to Disneyland. I was gonna record a new episode. Take advantage of that week. Uh, yeah, that did not fucking go that way. I did go to Universal Studios, but I also got hella sick. Felt like shit, and it was funny because I went with my roommate and his and our other homie Marcos, and you can tell they're exhausted because they were coming back from a trip from Mexico. Uh, I'm exhausted because I don't know. I'm like feeling sick, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let's just do this. We get to Universal probably midday, and I'm already feeling like shit. But I was like, man, it's just probably just a little little thing right we're all just kind of groggy and going through it um like honestly I, we didn't i didn't even go on rides um i think i only went on transformers which still a great ride but my stomach was like all fucked up i ate like a chicken sandwich which by the way not good from universal studios like a grilled chicken sandwich it looks boiled i ate that i had a beer met some random lady who was celebrating her birthday so i was like oh that's awesome that's fucking awesome uh until she just was cussing up a storm by the bar and she was just like i want a fucking duff beard and i'm just like okay and she talked me into like trying to uh smoke weed i'm like "Mm, yeah okay uh i'm just here to not feel like shit but it was a fun time we went home not too long after we weren't there that long i have an annual pass so we we can go at any time and i definitely need to go more often i've been taking advantage of going to disneyland more often so but you know 
Disneyland is a lot closer to me and it's uh, more expensive and more things to do, at least in my opinion. But um, yeah, Universal by the end of the day, I felt horrible. I think I went to sleep by the time we got home, like 8, 39. I never go to sleep that early. 11 is usually my average. And I woke up the next day, just cough, phlegm, feeling like total shit. And I wanted to blame my roommate because he was sick for like a couple weeks now, but I knew he didn't get me sick. It was just like all this weather change and allergies. And I don't know, I have this weird luck, uh, not luck, <laughs> misfortune is a better way to say it, that every year my window of getting really fucking sick is June to March. And it lived up to its hype. It got me sick. Present day's weekend on that three day weekend had to cancel my appointment to go to Disneyland. Oh, you know, I have an annual pass. So, oh, no yeah that's not really a real problem but i was kind of like just sidelining the bed and you know i wasn't feeling good at all i was like what the hell why am i getting vertigo when i sit up like my chest hurt everything and then when i lay down i felt like shit again like long story short um later in that week i couldn't record an episode because i had no voice i lost my voice for like three days uh and i ended up having bronchitis so that was its own experience i don't think i've ever had bronchitis i had things close to it like a, i think it was like a throat infection or something but no bronchitis was more of like just an irritating thing i had to like stay out of work for a couple days but i got back to work and it was kind of funny doing like phone calls and stuff with a, a voice like this and sounding like a freaking robot but yeah here we are it's been uh an eventful february and i got caught up finally this week you know now i'm able to send you guys along with uh some things i have done in the past a uh, couple weeks so now i am back and so you know what i want to address now that i'm back and i'm out of my hiatus and we're starting march and with it today you're listening to this is march 1st in the morning you know i took advantage of watching a lot of movies but you know i started off this month kind of a little bummed out because of seeing carl weathers die um if you don't know that name at the top of your head he's been in the recent mandalorian show but most people would know him i would say from predator he was the supporting actor to arnold you know the guy who got him to go to do this fake mission and everything tripped uh tripped him tripped him tricked him and uh also you know just that iconic scene where they both pretty much arm wrestle for a quick second and they're like you son of a bitch and arnold's like clearly just stronger than him but it was just crazy because these both guys were just big dudes back in the 80s and carl weathers what used to be a football player and then he was in rocky and that's the other movie you would probably know him from first actually from rocky ball rocky one two three and four playing apollo creed and then also you know kind of just his memory in the recent creed movies because of his son so you know carl weathers was such an awesome actor and you know maybe i felt pretty sad about it just because he was one of like those first actors i grew up watching because my dad introduced me to predator so early it was to this day still one of my favorite action films and sci-fi films because it was such a unique thing and carl weathers character was someone that you kind of hated but you loved in the movie and then uh when i watched rocky and started getting to that series i was like you know you hate him in the first movie but you love him in the second movie and then you love him more in the third movie and then you're even sad in the fourth movie if you guys haven't watched rocky apollo creed takes you on a roller coaster who he is as a character but he's probably one of the best supporting characters you can see in it like a series of movies at least that's my opinion so you know r.i.p to carl weathers it's just one of those little things that bums me out but you know uh his legacy is there and he was just one of those fantastic actors we got to enjoy but you know switching gears a little bit a little more positive no i did watch a lot of movies and shows recently i watched jurassic world 3 i think it's dominion i held off on watching this movie because i really i thought jurassic world was all right and then the sequel was fucking horrible and then just i was i did not hear good things about this movie and i was just always hesitant because i love jurassic park uh i know jurassic park 2 of the lost the lost world is not a good movie but it's funny to me now just the way they set up that movie and then jurassic park 3 which you know is even worse these movies have gone downhill and they keep going downhill and i know they're making a 
another one now and i just i don't know what to expect anymore but circling back to jurassic world 3 this movie was stupid i mean i i don't like criticizing movies to that extent but it was just one of those movies where i'm like okay i don't understand chris pratt's character and and his relevance like he it feels like he got like kind of like demoted as a character compared to the first two i know he was taking care of this one girl and there's like this whole father daughter kind of bond in the sense but also like how important she is into the society nonetheless though it was still just it didn't feel genuine it didn't feel natural and then you bring back the cast from the original movie but like you have them doing silly shit they're not actually doing what they were meant for it was more like nostalgia just to have them back and i just felt like these movies were this movie alone was irrelevant i do if you've seen all the jurassic movies and you still haven't seen this one i do recommend you watch it but go in with an open mind and go in with low expectations because at least my opinion they're gonna meet those low expectations and then maybe you might find some joint out of it if you have a low enough expectation for these movies right so that's just jurassic world um another movie i watched was the postcard killing uh jeffrey dean morgan i think that's whole name you know this movie is uh, a crime uh, murder mystery kind of film he plays a cop or a retired cop whose daughter unfortunately gets murdered and he's just trying to look for the murders and it's in europe right so it's taking place and they're just going to different parts of europe and he's trying to figure it out but he doesn't really have a support from a lot of cops or europe because i mean he's not necessarily a cop on duty or anything he is retired but he wants his uh in a sense i would say vengeance at first for the, the death of his daughter and rightfully so uh, i think it was a very exciting movie uh it didn't leave you in mystery it kind of reminded me of watching insomnia uh, christopher nolan's movie but not as mysterious like there was still stuff that just kind of made it obvious and then they introduced the killers later in the movie and stuff and i thought the creation and the idea of the killers was fantastic but i think the ending of the movie kind of fell short it leaves it open-ended it leaves it for potential sequel but i i would tell you just if you watch this movie you will feel like coming out of it at least i do believe you'll feel coming out of it that it's one of those movies that does not need a sequel if they just focus on creating the ending but i i know nowadays everyone wants a sequel everyone wants to continue these movies because they want a friend franchise and shit uh, which i'm like just let people make an original movie you don't have to make a sequel to anything there's a lot of people who have created ideas but once again my little opinion on that behalf uh moving forward so a uh, tv show that i caught on that i really liked that they added in netflix and it's been part of amazon for a while but i guess kind of went on hold for a while it has three seasons called louder milk now this is dark humor through and through and this dark humor follows a guy who is leading an AA group he's you know sober for many years but he's also incredibly blunt he's kind of an he's just an asshole through and through he's an asshole you guys have probably seen clips of his show on like TikTok and stuff and probably got curious but I didn't know it was on Netflix I started watching it um I thought at first it was gonna be cheesy or something but no these these execution of these dark jokes that I think nowadays are too much are judged too much and that so this show is kind of like satire to it too if you like dark humor if you want to see anybody get made fun of kind of like if you watch south park but this is more just adult and like a more like uh not like a childish silly way but more just like real actual problems i do recommend you guys watch it i think it's been really funny there's some episodes that just i don't know man it, it got me to tears and like season two from how stupid it was and and it's rare for me to find a funny show that nowadays at least it gets me to that point of laughing uh, through tears because you know you kind of cycle through a lot of the same ideas and stuff and then the execution of some actors sometimes doesn't really meet up to 
at least my expectations, right? But also my humor is different. Like I love South Park. I also love Scrubs is my favorite show. And Scrubs, you know, it's very, it's dated now. It did not really age well. Uh, and then it's all a lot of first world, like, you know, trivial issues in the show. But it also has a lot of great storylines that continue through the show. So that's why I like it. I love that 70s show. I feel a little indifferent now with everything that's happened with some of the actors in the show, as we already know what happened to Danny Masterson. If you don't know what happened to Danny Masterson or Hyde, Google it. It's fucked up, but you know, makes you feel indifferent. But I still love the show. This is before everything that happened. Um, back in the early ni- late nineties, early two thousands. Um, and then New Girl, I think, just still a great show. So it's not even that long ago when it finished, like 2016, 2017. A lot of the jokes still hold up. You know, it just reminds you back then what was going on. And I mean, if you love Winston or Schmidt, if you watch the show, those jokes are always quotable, and it's just a great show. So that's just a little bit on the TV show comedy that I like. So uh, if you want to watch a TV show, if you want to just see what it's about, and these episodes aren't long, they're like 30, 40 minutes, check out Louder Milk on, uh, Louder Milk on Netflix. It's pretty good, actually. All right, so kind of moving on to uh, what I really wanted to focus on for this podcast and moving forward is that the Oscars are coming up, and I believe it's on March 12th, just about under two weeks away, right? So there's a lot of movies that we are going to go over, and uh, my next episode, I want to cover based on all these movies. I'm trying to catch up with all these movies, but some of them, just a heads up, are hard to view because, you know, sometimes you can rent a movie for like $8, $10 now if you don't want to purchase it, but some of them, because they still were having like a theatrical run, they're on TV now, but you got to full, pay full price. Now, I do think paying full price would be a good investment because these are Oscar nominated movies. So you're not getting a bad movie, right? But where my hesitation is, what if I just don't like it as much as like what it was nominated for? That's where my hesitation is. Plus, also, like, you know, just buying three movies, that's $60, right? That's already, at least for me, my poor ass, it's, it's a fuck ton of money for just three movies. I would rather just rent them uh, just to get an idea. But obviously, there's a lot of streaming services that have posted some of their movies already so you can get ca- uh, caught up from what i've seen so we're gonna go through this journey what i'm most excited about is best best picture right so so you guys know what has been nominated there's american fiction one movie i haven't seen just yet this is one of those that i was mentioning that you kind of have to purchase but i've been very curious about this film uh, movie and the story and i know the lead is jeffrey wright and i just i like him as an actor if you guys don't remember who jeffrey wright is i think the easiest way or the fastest way that comes to mind for me is he's commissioner gordon in the recent Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. So, you know, there's other shows I think, I just can't think of their names right now, but he is a very common actor that you've come across. There's Anatomy of the Fall. I did recently rent this one. This is a rentable movie on Amazon. Uh, it was great. It was an intense story. It's a murder mystery as well. I think it's worth watching. It is also like partially in French and then also in English. So it's definitely one that you've got to actually sit down and listen and, you know, read those subtitles. Barbie, you know, part of that Barbenheimer last summer. Barbie was a good movie. I need to rewatch it. I feel like I, I missed some of what the hype was. So I know it is a good movie, but I think I missed part of what its power really was. So I'm going to rewatch it. The, the day I watched it, I was watching in the end of summer. It was hot. I was sweating in the fucking living room. Had a stomach ache. I, I remember that day because I was like falling asleep too. And I was like, maybe, maybe, just maybe I did not create the setup t- or environment to watch a movie of this, of this caliber. So 
I do think Barbie deserves to be nominated. Uh, the next movie is The Holdovers. This is on Peacock. You guys can watch it. Fantastic movie. Not even a big cast. It was just just a handful, maybe even less. And Paul Giamatti really kills in this movie. Killers of the Flower Moon. Martin Scorsese. He's at it again. It's on Apple Plus. You can watch it there if you have Apple Plus. Uh, for most of you that may not know this, if you have an iPhone, you should be able to have a couple months for free on Apple Plus. If you want to watch it, you got to just check out your carrier if you got that option, that little marketing option. I took advantage of that and then I kept Apple Plus because I loved end up loving shows like Shrinking and especially Ted Lasso. That is one of my top five shows now. It has triumphed actually a lot of shows that I've watched. So, and I'll talk about them more in the future. So there's that movie. If you have Netflix, there's Maestro, Bradley Cooper's movie. I watched this one. It is very good, but best picture, I'm I'm kind of iffy. And I will elaborate in the next episode on why. But I, I guess it's more like I was really impressed by Bradley Cooper, not by the movie itself. So... You know, that is, that's, if you have a bias towards an actor or something, that might be it. Uh, Oppenheimer. Honest to God, like, I, this movie was phenomenal. There's really no complaint for me. I have a heavy bias towards Christopher Nolan, too, so just kind of heads up on that. So if I get annoying, sorry ahead of time. But um, this movie, no reason why it couldn't be nominated. This this stole the summer, and it was out for a long time, and they re-released it. Like, honestly, have no reason why it shouldn't be in here or even have that potential of winning. Now, the next movie is Past Lives. I watched this and I, I made a TikTok about it and damn, like that is one of my favorite movies of last year and what an impactful movie emotionally and it makes you think it's, it makes you feel indifferent about characters. I, this is something I do recommend watching. I think it's on either Peacock or Paramount Plus. I fucking paid for it because I was impatient and then like two weeks later ends up on a streaming service. So just maybe Google which services are going to have these movies. If you don't want to watch all of them before the Oscars, that's fine. But you know, if you have that chance, take it. Now, Poor Things with Emma Stone, that movie was having a long theatrical run. It just started getting options to rent it. Um, that's also another 20 bucks if you're willing to do it. Uh, I haven't seen this one yet, so I'm looking forward to talking about that more in the future. Then there's the zone of interest. And this movie uh, takes place about a family next to a concentration camp. It's a Nazi or Nazi World War II kind of film, but it's supposed to be a drama. A24 made it. As you, I've talked a lot about A24. You know, they made X, they made The Whale, uh, everything everywhere all at once. So like this studio, I believe just, I can say this strongly, knows what they're doing. So, you you know the zone of interest is one i have to fucking purchase again um yeah i'm complaining at this point so just you know zone of interest kind of hard to find where you can rent it so if you're willing to take that bet you might want it if you like world war ii movies i love world war ii movies so i might just purchase the one and not more than likely not regret it so that is the oscar nominations for best picture kind of gliding through these a little bit faster our best directors jonathan glazer for the zone of interest yorgos lathimos for poor things christopher nolan for oppenheimer martin scorsese for killer of the flowers moon and justin triette for anatomy of the fall so a lot of the same movies we just saw for best picture we'll see what these uh, directors get but let's look at best actor so best actor bradley cooper and maestro rightfully so this guy really kills in that movie and i i think is one of his best performances done but will it be enough you know so there's also coman domingo for the movie rustin i'm currently watching rustin while doing this podcast episode and so far the lead actor he's awesome i um i think the accent's kind of a bit much at sometimes i don't know though the real character and how his actual voice was or not character but person in real life because this is more like a snippet back in the 60s of what was happening during the civil rights movement so i can't really judge on that but so far i really like him he's doing a great job 
Paul Giamatti, you heard my little bias earlier for the holdovers. He really, he's such an unrated actor. I, I'm so happy to even see him just nominated because he really killed it and see him ha- already get some awards from past <clears throat> ceremonies that have been going on these past couple months. So this man deserves his in and out after winning that award and just you know i love to see him getting nominated for best actor he definitely deserves it killian murphy or salient you know i think it's killian murphy i believe it is oppenheimer this guy has deserved a lead role for a long time and you know he has had some lead roles but he hasn't been like the guy except for peaky blinders i believe and finally he got to be the lead role in, in a christopher nolan film he's been a lot of nolan films already but always supporting actor supporting actor and we finally got to see it and he not only aced it but he made the whole cast elevate to keep up to his level and it's a cast is stacked with already well-known actors like i'm trying to think of the word for you guys right now or his name uh matt damon and i'm not gonna say it like in, in the team america but matt damon casey affleck you're working with josh peck i'm sorry i just had to say because that's something that kept popping up in my mind emily blunt uh robert downey jr and really the list goes on there's so many names in that movie and he just really steals the show uh jeffrey wright uh, from what I'm seeing, Jeffrey Wright's the last one that's uh, nominated for Best Actor, and I still need to watch American Fiction, so I will have an opinion for that later. But let's see how that goes. I've heard good things, so I would hope I'm kind of excited to watch that movie. Now, Best Actress, Annette Benning for Niad. This movie's on Netflix. Uh, she was awesome. She really, like, I, it's rare to see an actor kind of like out act Jodie Foster because Jodie Foster is fucking awesome so she was doing great if you haven't watched the movie it's kind of just based off a long distance swimmer who has you know swam across the English channel and such and she gets back to swimming I think it was like 10 years ago from Cuba to Florida which is supposed to be like one of the hardest and craziest thing to try to do in the world and i think she was she is the first one to do it that's the premise of the movie but um the fact that she's in her 60s and she does it and she fails so many times but she still does it is an amazing journey i i feel like the movie could still have more potential but her acting alone was really solid now we have lily gladstone from killers of the flower moon i loved her i think that's the best part of that movie to be honest with you so i'm very happy to see her nominated sandra holler for anatomy of the fall she really does a great job in this movie as well she's kind of my favorite in this pick from so far uh carrie mulligan from maestro she did a good job but oscar level i don't know i feel indifferent about it and then finally emma stone i still need to watch poor things but from everything she's been really doing a great job in that movie and she's done great jobs in the past so there is no doubt in my mind she fucking aces it in this movie so kind of moving along uh best supporting actor uh sterling k brown for american fiction we'll see how that goes since i haven't watched it robert de niro killers the flower moon phenomenal acting from robert de niro nothing i i would expect less but uh i do think he actually outacts leo in a lot of scenes in this movie and he really just carries it. it he was awesome in this movie if you haven't seen it on who on excuse me apple plus like i mentioned earlier three hour movie though so be prepared if you want to watch the snippets or if you can dedicate three hours to it i did it but holding in my pee was rough robert down jr i'm speechless speechless on how how great he was in oppenheimer i i think there was moments where i thought he was better than killian murphy and it, and robert down jr always had these chops but i think a lot of people have not had the chance to really enjoy it since he's been playing iron man for over 10 years and that was a big thing for him in this movie too but he was always a, a great actor it was just kind of getting back to beyond superhero movies and saying what he was like again originally um ryan gosling for barbie probably one of my favorite parts of barbie because he is hilarious and great for oscar nomination we'll see i don't see it happening but you know nomination i believe it's it's worth it uh and then mark ruffalo poor things i've heard good things 
constantly about the movie on how he did so i do want to see that too uh and then there's best supporting actress emily blunt and oppenheimer she's awesome too now i don't think there's enough of her in the movie that would you know impress me on that behalf so i don't know uh there's danielle brooks the color purple i haven't seen this movie i need to watch this one as well uh i don't know what streaming services it i do you i do believe you can rent it but i need to see what her what she's all about america ferrera and barbie she was good i liked her in, in the movie too but oscar we'll see if she has that chance of winning i don't know but like i said earlier i don't think i fully got to get the full experience of barbie so like i will watch that jodie foster in the ad yeah oh yeah she fucking kills it in that movie too jodie foster delivers as you expect and then there's davine joy randolph for the holdovers she was great she was great in the movie i honestly i think there's parts her story her story is stronger than paul giamani's at some point but yeah she definitely deserves to be nominated and then so you know it's just quickly kind of like breaking down original screenplay anatomy of the fall the holdovers may december movie i have not seen just yet maestro and past lives adapted screenplay there's american fiction barbie oppenheimer poor things the zone of interest animated feature uh the boy and the heron i haven't watched this and i really want to elemental it's been on disney plus forever and i still haven't watched this so i need to nimona honestly this is the first time i've heard anything about it so i have no idea going this blind spider-man across the spider-verse i have watched it and i very much liked it i just still prefer the first one and i have like an indifferent feeling about movies that leave you on a cliffhanger for a sequel if it's not done right so that's kind of an opinion i have uh, that I'll touch base on next week. Production design, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, which I haven't seen, but it keeps saying it's going to be on fucking uh, Apple Plus, but I think you got to rent it because I think it's like mid-March when it comes out and I'm tired of waiting, so we'll see what happens on that. That is Ridley Scott, so I want to see if it was good. I've heard average things about it, but you know, at the end of the day, I need to make my own opinion. Uh, production design, Oppenheimer and Poor Things as well. Costume design, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon again, Oppenheimer and Poor Things. Cinematography, El Conde, have not seen that. I will watch that. Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Editing, Anatomy Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. And then finally, Makeup and Hairstyling, there's Golda, haven't seen that. Uh, I think that's the last of this list of everything I've seen here. Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and then Society of the Snow. I have made a TikTok on that movie, and it was impressive. It was a great movie. It is a movie meant to be watched in Spanish on Netflix, so I would recommend putting it in Spanish instead of having the English uh, translation. It's more natural. Just these actors are from, like, Argentina and parts of Central and South America, so it's just better to hear from their voice and then just read the subtitles, honestly. It's a little extra step, but it is worth it. Sound, there's the creator. Haven't seen that, but I walked in on... the ending and it looks kind of cool i'm forgetting who the director is i know i think it was david ayers but i could be wrong but i didn't know it's, it's a director i did like in past movies so there's maestro there's mission impossible dead reckoning part one i can see that oppenheimer in the zone of interest then there's visual effects the creator godzilla minus one godzilla minus one fuck i'm really happy it got nominated gardens of the galaxy volume three is a great opponent in this mission impossible dead reckoning part one and then napoleon original score has american fiction indiana jones and the dial of destiny have seen that i tried to but i'll try again killers of the flower moon oppenheimer and poor things uh original song the fire inside from the movie flaming hot i'm just ken from barbie which i think they might perform at the oscars it never went away american symphony uh wazahi i don't know how to pronounce that a song for my people and killers of the flower moon and what was i made for from barbie documentary feature bobby wine the people's presence uh, honestly i'm gonna watch these documentaries eventually but they're not top of my list but we'll see we'll see who wins and on uh, i want to do a review maybe in the future on why i won uh the eternal memory four daughters to kill a tiger 20 days in marapole international feature the teacher's lounge 
uh, Io Capitano, Perfect Days, Society of the Snow, and The Zone of Interest. Animated shorts, we have Letter to a Pig, 95 Cents is Our Uniform, uh, Pachyderm, and War is Over, inspired of the music of John and Yoko. Um, I think those are easy to watch. Documentary shorts, the ABCs of Booking Banning, Barbie Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, 99 Waipo, and live action short of The After, Invincible, Knights of Fortune, Red, White, and Blue, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. That's the only one I've seen, and that one's actually cool because I think if you like if you like Wes Anderson, he's the one that really is on a short film like that. And live action, I would say. And it is it is very good. It is something fun to watch if you want to quick pick me up. But, you know, based off everything I just listed and kind of finishing off this podcast, I am going to mainly focus on the, the beginning ones with actors, actors, supporting actors, and most importantly, best picture. Those are my goals for the next episode. I will highlight, you know, the other um, topics. And my goal is to have that next podcast ready for you guys much before the Oscars on the 12th because I want to give you my opinion. I want to see what we're leaning towards. I already have my preferences, what I think is going to win for some categories, but I still want to give it a fair review in comparison to uh, some of the remaining movies I haven't seen that I mentioned today. But I encourage you guys to, you know, if you have the time, if you have the money or just dedication, whatever you want to do, watch some of these movies. Or my encouragement is that with this podcast and the next podcast that you guys uh, are just interested in watching movies after the oscars too because honestly you know at the end of the day you're not gonna watch a bad movie you might watch a movie that maybe not be your interest that's fine that happens but you're not gonna watch a bad movie i can feel pretty confident about that okay so i'm back from a hiatus i'm glad to be back hope you enjoyed this episode and i do look forward if you take that time to listen to some past episodes as well check out my uh, tiktoks i will be coming out with more with many reviews of these movies i'll be watching throughout the week and who i think will win so you'll see the correlation with the next episode and this tiktok and i look forward to the next episode so you guys keep it cool thanks for listening in um you know share and like this podcast on spotify or apple music and uh share it on instagram if you can or twitter whatever you prefer uh, i just always appreciate you guys just checking it out all right take care